0: Hi, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on God's Word chapter by chapter. My name is Brian, and today we are on Acts chapter 26. And I would like to read to you two verses. I'll start with verse 16. It says, But rise up and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a minister and a witness, both of the things in which you have seen me And of the things in which I will appear to you. Well, these words, minister and witness, are not common and general words. No, these words are given to the Apostle Paul by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and convey much spiritual meaning and content. And so, here, for the third time in his two year imprisonment, Paul was in a courtroom like setting making his defense before a magistrate of the Roman government. And on this occasion, he reveals that God has selected him to be a minister and witness of the very Christ in resurrection. And what is striking about Paul is that he was not only carrying out a work fulfilling his ministry, but he was a witness. He was a living testimony of Christ. But what is the difference between a minister and a witness? Well, the word minister clearly denotes a person. But it also points to the activity of a servant of the Lord. And that is to minister or impart Christ to others. So a minister is related to a work. But a witness is not working. A witness is a reliable person. Giving a firsthand testimony of what he has seen and heard. And we see this throughout the book of Acts. The apostles saying, We must bear witness of what we have seen and heard. And so it's a precious thing to be a witness because it's intrinsically or inwardly related to the person. It's not simply about knowing things. No, but it's having a direct experience of the glorious resurrected Christ himself. And as we see, this Christ appeared to Paul and was revealed to Paul. And although Paul was in prison and could not carry out ministry in the sense of activity, he was still living there as a person who was a wonderful witness, filled and saturated with Christ. He wasn't bearing witness to something not yet personally revealed to him. No, the Lord was saying, you are a witness. You will bear a testimony of the things in which I have already appeared to you. And in the future, I will appear to you in other things, such as spiritual truths, principles, realities, practices, matters related to God's move, and in those things i will be revealed so the lord is saying that not only spiritual truths principles and points will be unveiled to paul but that christ himself christ himself would be revealed to paul in the unveiling of those things this is so wonderful because in the book of acts the lord is spreading his testimony and announcing the gospel of the kingdom Not through a group of professionally trained preachers, but of witnesses. Hallelujah. Paul was primarily a witness of this living person. That is why when he wrote to the Philippians, he could express to the believers there his aspiration that Christ would be magnified in his body. And he mentioned several times things like Christ lives in me christ being formed in me christ making his home in me for to me to live is christ it's all about a person it's not about a doctrine concept teaching or theology so we must ask ourselves what are we qualified to be witnesses of are we just learning things about christ or are we like the apostle paul seeing christ in reality and testifying of the Christ who has become real to us through our genuine spiritual experiences of Him. Let's read verse 18. To open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the authority of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. This is a critical verse. Because it contains the content of Paul's commission. That is to bring us into the light. Out from under Satan's authority. To enjoy the forgiveness of sins. And best of all, to enter into our inheritance in Christ. Our eyes and the eyes of all those ones around us need to be opened. And we give a strong amen to that. And many need to be turned And transferred from darkness to light. May it be so. And also many, many more need to receive the forgiveness of sins. But what we need to see is that our God wants to bring us into his real intention. He wants to give himself to us by imparting himself into us and becoming our inheritance. Our inheritance is not a new house a new car, a wife. No, our inheritance is God himself. Praise the Lord that he is our allotted portion and he is sanctifying us without and most importantly within so that we can possess him fully and enjoy him as our unique inheritance. He is our inheritance now and for eternity. Praise the Lord. Amen.